0: (laughs) Gimel Tishrei, Taf, Shin, Pei, Aleph. Coming to you live from the office of Ariel Tours, I'm Mayor Weingarten. Welcome to the Israel Show on the Nachum Siegel Network. (laughs)
1: That I I'm
0: The great Yishai Rebo opens things up on this week's live edition of the Israel Show. The first for Shin Pei Aleph Shana Tova, Hatima Tova to all. And we welcome you in as well. My name is Mayor Weingarten. You're tuned to the Nachum Siegel Network. That was uh, off of a new uh, set put out by Yishai a three-CD set called Bama, Kahal, Ve'ahava, the stage, the audience, and love. And um, we got a hold of it, not physically, digitally, and we're looking through it, and that was one of the uh, very beautiful pieces from that um, triple album that was put out. It's a set, it comes with... Uh, a booklet, uh, which uh, expa- expands on things, etc. So, uh, just want to make you aware of that. Bamaka kahal ve'ahava This is the Israel Show, yes. We're here each and every Monday, immediately following JM in the AM. 9 a.m. Eastern Time, 4 p.m. Israel Time, and around the world, whatever right time it is, wherever time you are, whatever time, wherever you are, <laughs> I don't know, still waking up this morning, can't figure it. Uh, Wherever you are, whatever time it is, that's the time we are on. So make a note or just listen to the archives because we could be found there always on the archives at NachumSiegel.com or, of course, on the great Siegel Network app. We are going to share with you today the contrast between... The great event that took place last week, the signing, the first ever of treaties between Israel and the Arab Muslim Gulf states, contrasted with the media coverage. I mean, in America, the media coverage was almost non existent because, hey, it's Trump and we can't give him any credit for anything. But in Israel, where this should be the most amazing event and every, it should it, it should rival the uh, Oslo uh, signings, which turned out to be a mess, uh, the Israeli media has somewhat subdued it. I mean, they couldn't ignore it, obviously. Somewhat subdued, it. and we're going to share with you some of uh, some of that. Um, you know, as as an opening, I would say that we live at a time. where the, there's an expression, I think, that defines it best. Or v'choshech Bi Light and darkness are both happening at the same time. We see great things and we see terrible things. We see a mageifah, right? A virus that is a pandemic that is affecting the whole world and at the same time we see this great event between Israel and, uh, and the Arab Emirates and um, Bahrain the, this expression comes from uh, a medrash right, right away in the beginning of the Torah in the beginning of the Torah Shabbat and Bereshit where it says Vayar et haor ki God sees the light, that it is good, and He separated. That's a lot of what happens in the creation uh, story that we are um, taught in Bereshit. There's a lot of dividing going on. And Rashi says, he brings divrei agada, Ra'ahu sheino kedai lihishtamesh bo rishayim tzadikim. So that's the Medrash. But L'fishu Pishuto, Rashi says, according to the Peshat of the pasuk, Kach Perusho. Ra'ahu, God saw, right? It says, Ra'ahu Kitov. Ve'ein na'elo mishamshim b'ivruvya. It is not appropriate that the light, which is good, and I guess the darkness, doesn't say this, but I'm assuming which symbolizes bid, should have dominion, so to speak, at the same time. Should be serving at the same time. And therefore God divided, split. One is in the day, one is in the night, and they don't, they don't uh, serve together, the or and the Choshech. And yet uh, it's become a very well-known expression when we go through times that are both difficult and yet have hope people will say, And that's where we're at. So, I want to share with you the naysayers. Everybody agreed that what President Trump and Prime Minister Netanyahu did in the Arab world was a cha- the change of a paradigm. We are going on decades and decades of the same paradigm, which is basically the left paradigm. There needs to be a solution to the quote-unquote Palestinian problem. We have to give the Palestinian Arabs a uh, state of their own. They have to have independence. And only then will the rest of the Middle East come to... Um, come to accept Israel. In fact, last week we brought to you, uh, and I read to you, the words of uh, former Prime Minister Ehud Olmert. He said them just this past January, and I didn't have the clip. I have the clip now. I can play it for you. Basically, he says, no Arab country, no Sunni country, will agree to have an open relationship with Israel Ze hakol kishkush me kushkash. It's nonsense. Kol od lo nifteret habaya palestinait. Unless you solve the Palestinian problem. And sikui, there's no chance shaham yasuh tzad echad echad lachasof et hakshariim hasmoim sheshthanu itan. There's no way these countries, and he meant Bahrain and he meant the Emirates, and he meant Saudi Arabia, and others. None of them will take even one step to to um uncover the relationships that are happening behind the scenes until this problem isn't solved. so here's the disgraced and yet very often <laughs> very often interviewed former prime minister ehud Olmert um joining in with the naysayers. oh, it'll never happen. שומ Medina ארה"ב, שומ Medina, שומית מתונה, אתה חתך,
2: בא, אתה חתך את כל היחסים גלוים בישראל, אתה לא כל כך כוש, כל כך כשר, אני אומר לך, בתום מי שהיה בחלק מהמדינות האלה, בשנה האחרונה, אין שום סיכוי בעניין, כל עוד לא ניפתר אבaya, לא ניפתר את אבaya, אבל האלה, שerotש בקירבאל לישראל,
0: the great analysis of Ehud Olmert from this past January, it took uh, nine months for that entire paradigm to fall apart. Um, one other of the naysayers um, that I'd like to bring to you, we'll have a musical break and then we'll go on to the actual... New paradigm of the Middle East. So, in December of 2017, before moving the United States embassy to Jerusalem and before declaring Jerusalem as the as the um, cap, excuse me, as the capital of Israel. Senator Diane Feinstein, a Jewish woman from California, very much on the left, wrote the following letter and published it, obviously, to President Trump. President Trump, the White House, dear Mr. President, I write to you today, this is in December 1st, 2017, to urge you to reject calls to recognize... Jerusalem as the capital of Israel, listen reject reject calls to recognize Jerusalem as the capital of Israel. writes the Jewish Senator from California doing so would spark violence further alienate the United States and undermine the process of uh, the prospects excuse me of a two state solution ah yeah yeah the future of Jerusalem is an issue that should be decided by Israel and the Palestinians, not unilaterally, but not unilaterally by the United States. Recognizing Jerusalem as is Israel's capital or locating our embassy to Jerusalem will spark violence and embolden extremists on both sides of this debate. She ends the letter, as you know, a two-state solution is the only viable path for Israel to remain both a democratic and Jewish state. Your decision could place such an agreement which you have described as the ultimate deal out of reach. I strongly encourage you to to reject calls to change Jerusalem's status so that the ultimate deal can remain within reach. Sincerely, Dianne Feinstein, United States Senator. Those are the naysayers. The left Yes. Do anything pro Israel and the whole Middle East is going to explode. Woo! Okay, I guess we realize by now that the whole Middle East didn't explode. And just the opposite. From the place of strength, the Middle East is unexploding, if you will. um, Yoni Genut, joined by Ilan Damari, E. Edri, and Yishai Webo, bring us Keter Miluchav, or as we know it also, V'ye'etayu kol le'ovdecha. My name is Meir Weingarten. You're tuned to The Israel Show on the Nahum Siegel Network. <laughs>
3: We are going to be a good person. We are going to
1: Toe zeg je gaat We <laughs> all
0: Yoni Gennett, joined by many great Israeli music artists. My name is Mayor Weingarten, and you're tuned to the Israel Show on the Nachum Siegel Network. And um, we are continuing in bringing to you, trying to show you the picture as uh, as we see it, and as Israelis saw it also on that day when, last Tuesday, less than a week ago, when Israel signed normalization slash peace treaties on the White House lawn, together with the broker, um, President Trump. So, I'm going to bring you a clip from the panel, the famous panel of Channel 12 in Israel. Channel 12 is the most watched news program, uh, station in Israel. The the news programs of Channel 12 are the most watched news programs in Israel, by far. And so there's a lot of influence and a lot that they have to say that then trickles down into the Israeli um, culture and into the Israeli mind. The left pretty much controls the panel. There are some exceptions and lately over the last few years one is Amit Segal who we've quoted many times who sits there who's sharp as all heck and uh, he gives them a run for their money but they, um, they usually just shout over him. You know, there's a majority mob, if you will, rule. Um... Boaz Bismut is another that sometimes comes up also, hardly gets to finish a sentence. This treaty, you would think, would be celebrated beyond anything imaginable in Israel. But no, 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 no. If you celebrate the treaty, you're giving Netanyahu good ratings. You're giving Netanyahu good publicity. And how could we give... We hate Netanyahu, it's just like here with Trump. Media here pretty much ignored the whole thing, except for Fox. Because we hate Trump. This might help Trump. So it doesn't matter if it's good. It doesn't matter if it's great. It doesn't matter if it's amazing. No, no, no. It's Bibi. But in Israel, you can't say it so starkly, because Israelis are watching... Two Gulf states, Arab Gulf states, sign a very open and warm treaty with Israel. And it is not like the treaty, as we said last week, it is not like the treaties that Israel, the peace treaty Israel had with uh, with Egypt and not like the peace treaty Israel has with Jordan and surely not like the Oslo Accords. Jordan and Egypt peace is not a warm peace. There's not exchange of tourists. The the population in both countries still hate the Jews and they don't want to have a part of it. They suffer with the treaty. They accept the treaty, Baal Karacham, you know, against their wishes. But this is a warm peace. Yonit Levi, who is the moderator and uh, the main Anchor of the uh, of the Channel 12 News says to Ehud Yaari, who we quoted last week, th- the most veteran inside Arab world commentator. He he's been around for a long time, and he understands the Arab world. He understands their mentality. He understands their language. He understands the nuances, and he is not ready to poo-poo or downplay this treaty that's taking place between Israel and the Gulf states so in this clip uh, which starts with Yonit Levy asking him you know know," she says you know it it seems it seems I guess like this is a warm peace and he says what do you mean it seems it's a warm peace it is a warm (laughs) peace here it is
2: אז בואו נדבר
3: על העובדה שהשלום הזה אה, נראה כמו חם, לפחות עושה את כל הסממנים
2: האלה. הכוונה היא שלום חם, ואני אומר, אני אער לכל הרחשים שמסביב, הזמינו את אשכנזי, לא הזמינו את אשכנזי, קראו את ההסכם, לא קראו את ההסכם, הכל לא בסדר. מה שנשאר זה יום חג גדול, לפני <אז אז> שאנחנו עושים שלום עם מדינה, הכי דינמית, הכי מודרנית, he,
0: he really is coming down on his colleagues here. He says, it is a warm piece. He says, I'm aware of all the reasons why people are saying this is not the greatest thing because the left had to come up with reasons why it's not a reason to celebrate this all kinds of reasons it's not good the main reason it's not good is because it didn't fit into their paradigm because Israel's having a peace agreement with the uae a treaty a warm peace totally behind the backs of the palestinians pretty much ignoring it as ehudyari later pointed out the palestinians were barely mentioned maybe half a sentence and that was it he says, I know, I know all the reasons why this isn't good. All the talk of, oh, Ashkenazi, the foreign minister wasn't invited to the, only BB was invited. How come this one wasn't invited? What, wow, what difference does it make? Who read the deal? Who didn't read the deal? Who's going to sign? Everything is there he says. You can, everything is not good, but ridiculous. He says, the fact is that we're signing an agreement with the most dynamic, forward looking, modern Arab country and that is what we should be focusing on. Let's see, I think this clip is um, where Amnon Abramovich, who is the super left on this panel, who's tried everything to downplay this event because he hates Netanyahu, but you understand he can't totally downplay it. So he has to say yes it's a very special day and yes it's very special but and then if somebody calls him out on it he said "What I said it's a very special day. <laughs> so he says President Trump President Trump spoke about no more blood spilling on the sands of the Middle East but there was never any blood between the UAE and Israel there was never any blood between Bahrain and Israel. Trump doesn't know that but Bibi knows that. You don't need to sign a peace treaty with people that are thousands, who are hundreds of miles away, who
1: never really were at war with you. <laughs> So he says you
3: know
0: we signed a peace treaty for a war that never happened between Israel and Bahrain. We signed peace treaty about a war that never happened between Israel and UAE. But President Trump doesn't really understand that, but Netanyahu does. And really, the truth is, what, what happened here is that Netanyahu gave up his uh, idea of annexing part of Yehudan Shamron, and as a result, they came to the table. So that helps everybody on the left keep the idea of the Palestinian uh, state alive. That it it is central. It is a part of everything that's going on. Now, um, one little clip from before that, Ehud Ya'ari calling out Haaretz for a really... Horrific headline in uh, in in covering this. He says, you know, I'm going to read to you the headline. I, I took it off of Haaretz's website. The White House ceremony, says Haaretz, this is the headline. The White House ceremony for historic golf accords, golf accords, fets, Peace of the Knaves. Now, this is a takeoff on Peace of the Brave, Arafat I always used to call it "peace of the brave." So when Arafat, the murderer with blood on his hands, who continued to murder Jews after he shook Yitzhak Rabin's hands, they he got the Nobel Peace Prize and they uh, lauded him and everything. But here, it's "peace of the knaves." Now a knave, I wasn't, I didn't know what that is. I looked it up. It, 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 he, he mentions that it's a Shakespearean word. A knave is a dishonest, immoral, or unscrupulous man. And here's the subheadline in the Haaretz dramatic breakthrough engineered by unscrupulous Trump and Netanyahu in collaboration with two of the world's most repressive regimes. Let's try and find everything possible that would be negative. About
2: this deal, here's Shakespeare. the coteret. The "Piece of the Brave." Oslo, Raphat, and Rabin, the a "Piece of the Naves." That's Shakespeare. Uh, so he points it out he calls them out on it,
0: which is is such a good thing. We're going to go to some music, then we'll come back. After Amnon Abramovich basically said, Well, yeah, the, there's no, it's not a peace agreement because there was never war, because, because no, uh, Israeli soldiers were killed in a war that never took place between Israel and UAE. And of course, poo poo. Oh, no, yeah, but it's a great thing, but, na 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 it's not this, not that. And the real peace has to be made with our enemies, and these are not our enemies. Yeah, okay. Um, and, and again, Nothing's happening at the Palestinian uh, situation, and that's the real. Um, okay, Th- this this is the negativity central of the left. We will uh, take a musical break. Hanan Ben Ari with his new song, Shivray Lave, just in time. It was released just in time for the Amim No My name is Mayor Weingarten. You are tuned to The Israel Show on the Nachum Siegel Network.
1: (laughs) Shalom u
0: great Hanan Ben Ari special music for the Yemim Nareem just uh, recently um, released by him really nice stuff and um, I gotta say as we start a new year Tavshin payal if I look back at uh, I think it's now almost 8 years of the Israel show we started in November I believe this November will be the 8th anniversary We brought you so many new musicians from Israel, many of them Kipot wearers, Yishai Ribo, when only his first couple of songs came out and people weren't aware of him, and we said, keep an eye on him. And Hanan Ben-Ari, with his first couple of songs that came out, we said, keep an eye on him. Yoni Genut and so many others, and uh, I'm ha- and of of course there are brothers and and on and on. We just um, really have become a platform for some of the great talents in Israeli music, some with kippot, some without kippot, but bringing us really special, special ruchniyut, if you will, special spirituality that comes from music. So um, I thank all of you who are listening and who listen on a regular basis and uh, we hope that you'll continue to do so throughout Tuftsh Pei Aleph and further. Now, um, as this coverage is going on, the coverage of the signing of the peace treaties, on Israeli television, the Hamas fires some rockets into southern Israel, which is a horrible thing, which Israel is not able to stop. And this has been going on for years. And unfortunately, when Israel retreated from Gaza, it got worse. And we'll get to that in a second. First, Ehud Yari answers Amnon Abramovich. Amnon Abramovich made light of the fact that this is a peace treaty, it's not a peace treaty. There was no blood spilled, There was no no soldiers died. There was never a war between us. He he he, in his very sharp and he is very sharp uh, way, um, tried to poo poo the whole thing. Of course, saying, but this is a great day and a great thing. So when Ehud Yaari interrupts Unit Levy, the anchor, and explodes. I'm not a Well, yeah, but we all said it's a good thing. We all said, listen to this exchange. It's,
2: it's, it's really good. i <laughs>
0: Wean yourself off of this hatred of Bibi. This is not an a, an agreement with Bibi. Today he's prime minister; tomorrow he's not. But this agreement will continue. It's something is he says soon that I will pass on to my children, to my grandchildren. It's a new day, and of course they're saying, "No, no, no we never said that."
2: ילדים שלי, שלי. וכל הזמן אבל ראית לא שלי. בכל הזמן ליתי הסת. ראיתי לא בפריזמה, הזאת די. לא נחמד.לא כי זה סק. אני אני אגיד לך, חלנו למה למה למה
0: זה סק, משלום. תرى, היה בדень. אפ"ח חד לא. אפ"ח חד לא בגרסת. לא, הuda מלחמה איתם, הינה חונה. אבל בואו
3: לא נישקאר שאר לא היה ההגעת תומך לחימה של الفلسطينים, בנסיון ארוחה שנים, להפחת מדינת ישראל, לחול הפחות, למדינה כל זרחייה, וביקר גרו יותר לשמר אותנו. זה דבר זה זוערד וניחש על יום. היה חרם מארבי של עשרות שנים, אופסאק בשנות ה'תשימ'. שמשלחות ישראל. שעוד מעט, אבו דאבי תהיה אנטליה, זאת אומרת, זה, זה כבר, יותר, אנשים יותר, יותר שם אשר באלת, וזה
2: יפוך לה... הוא, ל, הוא, הוא, יום הוא יום שאמרתי,
1: יום. הוא שברחתי, אני אומר לך,
2: צריך להציג את התמונה המלאה. היה טקס הקבורה של החרם של העולם ב- הערבי ב- ב- על מדינת ישראל. זה היה, זו הייתה הלוויה של מה שקרוי תוכנית השלום הערבי.
0: Very importantly, very importantly, both Amit Segal, who chimed in there in between, and Ehud Yari, say to Anun Abramovich, you're you're trying to make uh, um, uh, light of what is happening here, but this is the end, the end of what was called the Arab Peace Plan, which required Israel to withdraw to the 67 waters. This is the end of the Arab boycott of Israel this is the end of all those things and it's publicly uh, and, and openly being said and that's why even though, and, and again, and Amit Segal says, and the Arab world, Saudi Arabia, OA, uh, Arab Emirates, all these countries, they gave backing to the Palestinian Arabs in their quest, as Amit Segal says, in their quest to either... Hurt us or totally destroy us. And now that backing is no longer there. And really, I'm saying, really, the paradigm that the left kept talking about and the world kept talking about, that the central issue is the uh, Palestinian-Arab issue, and without that nothing can happen, all that goes down the drain with the signing of this treaty as I mentioned during this Hamas makes a point of shooting rockets into southern Israel and Yunit Levy says well this is a reminder that the Palestinian problem is still the center node, the, the Merkaz of, uh, of all of it and I'm saying to myself how could she just say look what just happened how can she say that the, the, the that the Palestinian Arab problem is, is 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 central to everything where right now it's being totally neutralized.
2: <laughs> and uh,
0: Ehud Yari isn't gonna let her get away with that.
2: باميروت תנגית כח חמאס רוצה לו מרמה שוב שיש מחافه פלסטינית כי היום against what you need uh, levy the anchor
0: Says, oh, this uh, is a reminder how the Palestinian problem is really still a central issue, blah, blah, blah. He says, Erodiari says, What are you talking about? The Palestinian Arabs tried to organize days of rage, major demonstrations, violence. They tried to do everything to get the street up in arms to protest against this, and they couldn't. They could not get their street to protest this. The Hamas couldn't. The Palestinian Authority couldn't. They tried and they couldn't. So the Hamas, says Ehud Yari, the Hamas has to show itself, has to hold up a flag and say, I'm still alive, I'm still here. But notice, he said, how both countries that we signing deals with basically sidestepped the whole quote unquote Palestinian issue that they really got away with just mentioning it as an aside, not anything nearly as central as people are trying to make it out to be. So many listeners are are um, are checking in on the comment line and we have some great, great comments, and I thank you all. I can't answer them all. I do want to acknowledge that Moshe Eisenberg, who's a steady listener and commenter, first of all, wish him and his family a shenat tova a healthy new year. Uh, he writes, the Cold War between the USA and USSR also ended Uh, Though no one died on at that war, meaning you can have a war without people dying. He's trying to uh, Moshe is trying to echo something that Amit Segal was saying. So to wrap up, just the whole concept here: this agreement that was signed last Tuesday, historic between the UAE and Bahrain with Israel, is a warm uh, peace, meaning the people in those Arab countries are anxious to work with Israel, are anxious to welcome Israel. There was a report that I saw that said that the instruction has already gone out in one of these countries to change the text in their school books of how they describe Israel and Jews. That is how you make peace. That they've already, listen to this, the, um, airline uh, Etihad is already looking into how to provide kosher food. Some of the hotels are meeting with major kashrut organizations and trying to set up kosher accommodations for Israeli tourists that are going to come. To them, this is not just, oh, big deal. We didn't have, nobody ever died so why should we care? Blah blah blah. No, no, no. These Arabs see it as a real thing. They're um they've appeared on Israeli television, their television anchors have appeared already on Israeli television w- greeting the new agreement and so forth. Look, we never know what the future brings. As we saw in Tuftshin Pei, anything can happen. Anything. But we also have to be realistic and sober as we pray that good things happen. We have to be realistic and sober and look at the reality and say the Israeli public understands that there's a difference between the false peace that was made during Oslo, the false peace supposedly, not peace, but the false move of leaving Gaza. And they understand the difference between that and what's happening now between the UAE and Bahrain and Israel. And let us hope, really, that uh, the previous year, that was not the greatest of years, let's just say. I mean, there have been worse years. There are people alive who remember, maybe even listening, who remember living through World War II, who've gone through the Holocaust. We always have to keep things in proportion, but Tuf Shinpei was not the best of years. As it says in one of the Piyotim, May the past year and its curses end. Tachel shana May the new year and the brachot, the blessings go, that go with it, let it start out. And let us hope that it, it is a blessed year. Uh, we're going to close out with uh, what I believe is a classic, Yoni Genut, off of his album, Da Bere Lai Baadamit. L'cha'i Li is a major piyut said by uh, our brethren, Eidot Hamizrach, on Yom Kippur. Just like they are not familiar with the Netanah we are not familiar with L'cha'i Li but we now live in a world where we can familiarize ourselves which is with each other's liturgy and music. So it is a great opportunity to highly to Shukati. Yoni Gennett will close things out. I thank you for listening. Thanks for your Facebook likes, comments. Thanks to the staff of Nachum Siegel Network. My very special thanks, as always, to Nachum Siegel. Coming up on the Nachum Siegel Network, Yoni Pollock with After Further Review, covering the latest in the world of sports, and then Novak Now with Jake Novak and the great Monday Music Marathon. Wishing you one and all a Gemar Hatima Tova. Obviously, next Monday is Yom Kippur. We won't be here, so we'll be here the Monday after that. So until then, immediately following JMDM, this is Mayor Weingarten reminding you that nice guys do not finish last. They're just running in a different race.
3: Te shukati Bechashki Lecha libi Ve chiliotai Lecha to you, I will give you